Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? Uh, we were, as we're always due, but I always say, we're due for a silly one. And who's sillier and funnier than Josh Rubin? I mean, that's mostly what we talk about is, is how incredibly funny he is. And you can tell I'm just setting him up to do bits because I love a silly one. And, and, and Josh Rubin returns for a wonderful, wonderful silly one. So as I always say, let's get to it quickly. Uh, I do want to say the new Crashing Season 2 trailer is on uh, YouTube now. So you can YouTube Crashing Season 2 or you can look on uh, my Twitter or the You Made It Weird Facebook page. It's all on there. Uh, it premieres January 14th. I'm so, so, so excited about how it's coming out. We delve into relationships and the alternative comedy scene. Wonderful guest stars that you'll see in the trailer. Bill Burr, uh, Artie is back, John Mulaney, the Lucas Brothers. It's just so many wonderful appearances on this season, and it's coming out beautifully. I'm very, very happy. Can't wait for you to see it. For now, enjoy the trailer, if, you, if you're nasty. Uh, and December 6th, I'm going to be doing stand-up Largo, uh, Pete Holmes living at Largo, largo-la.com for tickets. And thank you, by the way, for everybody that came to the, the Pete Holmes uh, book show. Pete has a book show. People drove from Detroit and uh, Louisiana, and people were just coming in from all over to come and support that show. It was so moving and wonderful that you were there. Thank you for that. Um, I can't wait for you guys to read the book. That'll be a, a minute here, but uh, it was wonderful to check in with so many wonderful weirdos, so thank you. Our This episode, Josh Rubin Returns, is brought to us by our friends at Squarespace. You know, if you need a website, Squarespace makes it easy to turn your new idea into a new and unique website. You can customize everything and make it look perfect on computers, on tablets, on phones, and there's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. So, use offer code WEIRD for 10% off your first purchase at checkout of a website or domain and show your support of this podcast. I also always love to plug the old Pete's Picks. These are products that I use personally every single day, if not every day, every other day. Absolutely essential to my life, and I love them, so I reached out to these companies to get you guys promo codes if you want to try them. Alpha Brain, you guys know, is a nootropic. It's like fish food for your ideas. It's a vitamin for your noggin. It's earth-grown ingredients. It's not a stimulant. It helps me think, helps with concentration, memory, focus, articulation. It's wonderful. And for the past three years now, whenever I have stand-up or a script to write or a podcast to record or I just feel a little sluggish in the noodle and I want to uh, wake up a little bit, again, without being stimulated in the way that coffee does, just think better. I take Alpha Brain, two or three Alpha Brain, 15 minutes before I need it. Always have it in my pocket. Thank you, Brody. Thank you, Brody. Thank you, Brody. Sorry, that was a dog bark uh, edit. <laughs> if you want to try Alpha Brain, all you have to do for 10% off is go to onnit, O-N-N-I-T dot com slash weird, and you'll automatically get 10% off your purchase. I love it. Try it out if you want, if you're nasty. Also, Charlotte's Web, Hemp Oil, the Stanley Brothers, the guys that innovated this uh, process and this product, were on the podcast. That's how much I love it. It is a hemp oil, not THC. They've taken the THC out of it. 
there is CBD in there, which means it's not psychoactive, which means it's wonderful for your brain, wonderful for your mood, wonderful for aches and pains, generalized anxiety. This is my anecdotal evidence. There's also wonderful science uh, corroborated evidence that you can read about on their website. Evidence? You know what I mean. Reports, studies. You know the word. I'm tired. Listen. <laughs> Charlotte's Web Hemp Oil is a secret weapon that I use whenever I need a little bit of a boost in my mood or to lower my general kind of weird feeling. I take some of this before a party, before I have a meeting, whatever it is. If I'm feeling pinched, this is the product that I swear on to give me that happy, healthy glow. It's wonderful for you. Research CBD oil and Charlotte's Web is the only hemp oil grown for human consumption. They don't grow it to make belts. They grow it to make this. If you want to try it, go to cwhemp.com slash weird and use promo code KEEPITCRISPY. Uh, just, you know, crispy. You don't do a bunch of whys. And thank you again to our friends at Squarespace. Thank you for your support of the show. If you guys are ready to start your new business, make it stand out with Squarespace. With beautiful templates created by world-class designers, they make it easy to turn your idea into a new, unique, wonderful website. So showcase your work, your blog, publish content, even sell products and services of all kinds in just a few clicks. And customize everything from the look and the feel to settings and products using beautiful templates created by world-class designers. Not to mention, everything looks great on every device right out of the box. And you can use Squarespace's analytics to help you grow in real time. There's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. It's so simple, but if you need help, their award-winning 24-7 customer support is there to help. The future is coming. Make it brighter with Squarespace. And uh, when you're ready, go to squarespace.com for a free trial. Use offer code WEIRD for 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com. Offer code WEIRD. Val, do you want to say ZipRecruiter? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Squarespace. Try Pete's Pick. Hope to see you at December in Largo for a stand-up show. Thanks to everyone who came to the book show. Enjoy the silly love of Josh Rubin. Buddy! <laughs> whip, whip! Am I sitting here? Whip, 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 whip! Whip, whip! Come on, leave the door open! Close for the circulation! Whip, whip! I think you close it for the sound. Hi, I'm Josh. Okay, stop. How's it happening? Oh, so good. I'm no, how's it happening? <laughs> well, no, really, how do we happen? I'm going to put that on airplane mode, take my hat off, put this on. Why am I here? <laughs> Why am I here? You're so successful. Uh, what do you mean? Well, being... That's how you feel? Being You've an actor, being show. white, being in L.A., being... You're being, white? <laughs> well, no one understands... Oh, I can't. We shouldn't go there. How are you? You look great. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't make me jump in. Don't make me jump in. <laughs> Okay, I, oh, no, no. It's the return. No, we're back. Bad boys. We're two bad boys. Last time I saw Pete, we were doing impressions of Freddy Krueger, uh, <laughs> a nightmare for middle-aged people, like uh, mid-30s. Like, uh-oh, bitch. Looks like you got a pony up for your daughter's college. He's <laughs> like, yeah, uh-oh. <laughs> Looks like you have to go to the DMV and get new stickers. (laughs) 
I'm Robert England, and I haven't had a legit acting job outside of the sci-fi channel for a minute. <laughs> for a minute? For a minute. He's optimistic. He doesn't mean, like, forever. Yeah, no. Just check for a out minute. Check out Viperheads only on Ki-Fi, which is like sci-fi, but no. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, man. It's good to be here. God, you, look at us. We were in a party bus, and I was not... <laughs> you know, it's it. so funny, because I was like, oh, man, I want to... I wanna, uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to take some time away from boozing. Yeah. And then I started looking into booze. And I was like, what's it all about? <laughs> and I was like, there's all this like compelling info on why you like shouldn't drink that none of us talk about. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I remembered, and this is like the counter argument, I suppose. I, I was in that party bus and we were driving an hour, hour and a half. Oh, it was a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In a minute. Well, it was a minute. I haven't been on anything other than the sci-fi channel in a minute. <laughs> well, I did the mangler. <laughs> Are these real things? Yeah, the manglers are real. Anyway. I just recall the drive down mm. kind of stunk for me because mm-hmm. I was, that's what made us do that bit was we right. were like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I'm 35 and I'm already tired and the night has yet to begin. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you wish you were home asleep, don't you bitch? <laughs> By the way, he called everyone a bitch. It was like the most appropriate. It was like appropriating such misogyny. He was like, I'll cut you in half, bitch. And then like in the 80s, we're just like, I lined up for Freddy. I mean, I thought it was a great movie. We bought the action figures. Yes. It's the same thing as like, you know, the pick kids buying Dukes of Hazard cars. But, I you wonder. Know, you I like know, the killer that says bitch. We... I grew up snobby. I didn't no. go to see... Like, Nightmare on Elm Street was something I snuck oh, at yeah. sleepovers with more of my my uh, worldly friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, tonight we're going to watch um, Freddy Krueger, which is sort of an interesting... <laughs> this, uh, a fifth grader friend of yours? Uh, no, I just meant, like, regular. Yeah, no, for sure. I was yeah, a yeah. snob, and they were regular. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Mass I, people. You know, like, uh, roller coasters, horror movies, wrestling. Were yeah. you a wrestling fella? I was. I played... Uh, I was always DDP when we played WWF Who? versus NWA, Diamond Dallas Page. Um, a lady? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's very southern, and he definitely had an open shirt and a big vest, and uh, would always he do make a diamond with his fingers, like Jay Z. Yeah. <laughs> See, we weren't a wrestling household. Any anything yeah. was slapping or bitch. Yeah. Like you just couldn't no, like. No, married with children was out. Can you swear around your parents now? Yeah. Um, a do little they bit. I, I, I've yeah. tr- like a crossfading DJ. I've been trying to fade up swearing, <laughs> yeah. and my dad will. My, here's, here's my dad in a nutshell. I, I think I said this recently. Uh, I can't remember. He was like, I went and saw George Carlin, obviously. When he was oh, my alive. God. And he was like, he, my dad goes, he opened with fuck Oprah. <laughs> I don't care for that kind of language. <laughs> like, like, he can't even. Yeah. He could because he forgot that he was my dad for a second. Because uh, yeah. I'm sure my dad behind closed doors was like a trash talking yeah. you know rowdy man and then when he had children he was like uh doing his best to figure out what he was supposed to do and one of those things was like certainly not swearing wow so yeah. he you, they made a concerted effort to make sure the kids were sheltered from it yeah no yeah. soda were you a soda household I, what's your sugar I cereal was, po- it, policy uh uh we we had everything i mean i grew up on twinkie oh Jones. you woke up at a friend's <laughs> house and all he has is sugar cereal <laughs> You're looking for a grapefruit, but you're out of luck. Will does your mommy know? If you grow up eating kicks, you're gonna your growth is gonna be stunted. <laughs> Which it is. I, yeah, I had like Campbell's soup and ho hos and Twinkies, like a lot of it. Really? I probably would be taller. We were a progresso family. Which is probably why yeah. I'm tall. It's a premium soup. Yeah. Did you ever do chunky uh, or not? 
Potter. Remember when Chunky used the Jaws theme? Like, did John Williams? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did they add? And it was for the shark soup. I guess so. Shark meat, <laughs> chunky soup. It's very Japanese. I think it was. <laughs> you, you, we got shark soup for chunky. It's just like <laughs> nothing you should do or say, but you make a pretty you know, big dorsal fan for your chunky. <laughs> yeah, we had chicken noodle soup. We had tomato with grilled cheese and shark fin uh, in Potomac, Maryland. <laughs> what Americans. <laughs> oh, we love a shark fin soup. It was just for, never. It had to have been Asian. for clam chowder or something. Of mm. the canned soups, the yeah. chowders. Remember with Campbell's, you had to like put the the cube of gelatinous cream yeah. clam <laughs> substance. Yeah, clam and cream. then another can filled with milk. With, with oh, you didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah or right. was it water? Yeah, yeah. Well, it depends on what it was. You wouldn't put milk in the chicken noodle, but for the shark dorsal, I always put in just a, just a hard. Buttermilk, and then you'd, you know, you'd eat that up, and you put on a big coat, sit in front of the fire, and, and read. <laughs> you know, just a dorsal fin chowder, just to just put on was, bad shoes that smell like old lamb. What was your cereal your when you were a good cereal? child? Cereal? I mean, I don't... God, what... Do, honestly, I like... I like, don't remember if you had brothers and sisters. Right? I have an old... A half-Japanese brother no. and sister. Yes, Rachel Yamagata, a singer-songwriter, who half of the world is like, who? And the other half, not of the world. That's like 18 billion people. Yeah. But most people don't know who she is. Um, and, oh, then, uh, and then the other half... The other half, they're very, very loyal it. followers. Yeah, she's like... Um, she's she'd kill me for saying it. Uh, she's got like a hundred thousand really loyal fans in, I think in, in America. And then she's got like really, uh, really fanatic fans in, in Asia and kind of all over. I guess it's the last name. I don't know. But she's like, um, Nora <laughs> Jones. And I'm telling, but the funny thing is when I say my, you know, my brother, and my sister are half Japanese, they look at me, Rachel Yamagata. They look at me and they're like, oh, I see it. Is your sister like, a yeah. keychain? <laughs> No, she's a charm, and I put her on my iPhone. And one of the things about you know being being Asian, being being an actor, being in LA. <laughs> Do you really feel like it's weird that you're back on the podcast because you don't feel big enough? Is that a thing? No, no. Physically, no. I'm pretty, pretty small now, but uh, that's such a dad joke. But being, being <laughs> no, I just it's an it just is an honor. It's just it's a real an honor. It's a real, it's treat. A real treat. Well, what was it like? What's your life been like since? I mean, do people come up to you and go I'm every dead. day on I'm the dead. street? It's just kind of like I'm a dead. like a hard hand on the shoulder. And they go, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the, la- the last time the last time we talked, fucking Robin wasn't dead. We were Robin Williams was alive and well the last time we talked. Is that right? Yes, Phil Hoffman had just died. I think that's right. Yeah, but now it's kind of like wow. <laughs> what is that kind of thing? Of I know. I just look. I'm just like I, I had 35 people text me like I'm so sorry. You lost an impression. Yes, you lost. It really a was. national treasure and an impression. Well, in many ways, because now it's. Cause I, I really, I honestly <laughs> like. I'm like, what would it be like if well, you were here? To, well, in many ways. Well, it's kind of think of like. Well, I wish he was here to you know to like make fun of Trump because he'd be so. Oh well, my. it's just like just walk just cotton candy on a big just a gelatinous head just kind of going what? <laughs> I, 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 I can't be fast as him, but I could talk like him. I'm inarticulate, Robin Williams. He's like, well, it's kind of like a big suit. And he goes, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's Josh Rubin's impression. Well, it's kind of like Gandhi going, what did he say? You know what I mean? I know really what did he say? Because I got a 950 on my SATs. Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> An elephant. Well, I'm uneducated, but I do talk like him. So <laughs> it's like Robin Williams light. Why? Yeah. <laughs> But he was alive. He was. What a sad day. It really, was absolutely sad. was. It was at a fitting, and it's got like a push notification from, you know, Vox or something. You were at a fitting. Absolutely. And she yeah. was like, and I was like, Robin Williams? And she said, no, no, really? 
Mm. And everybody was like everybody's dad. It's like a weird thing. And you were like, wow. Yeah. I sort of said, oh, no. I sort of diluted the situation by going, wow. (laughs) (laughs) But did you have to hang it up? Uh, I, yeah, I did for, for a minute. That's a weird thing, you know, like, cause like, it was retire. like, honestly, Alan Rickman, Robin Williams and I Philip Seymour him. Hoffman were all people that I did. I just drank milk. Um, that's Pete's joke. And I do love it. I sound like I have a, no, that's Nick Kroll's joke. Nick Kroll and Nick yeah. Kroll. Yeah. It's a great one about how I he sounds like. I just had some milk. <laughs> Mr. Potter. Would somebody please pop the milk bubble in the back of my throat? And forget about it and cancel Christmas. That's what stuck with me as a kid. Robin, Robin Williams, Prince of Thieves. Well, steal from the rich, give from the poor. I'm not Kevin Costner. Robin Williams, Prince of Thieves. Don't do the shirt. <laughs> wow. Robin Guess who I stole from? Hugh Jackman. <laughs> was Reed he Jackman back, in that? I don't know. I, just, I was just thinking of what, <coughs> what famous person could Robin Williams steal from that would make sense he'd be at a party. Uh, yeah, Robin took from me, actually. Yeah, you lost Alan Rickman. I lost Alan. Phil, you can now. We just did Alan. Yeah. And that seems okay. And Phil Hoffman, I think, is fine. It was like, you know, you don't want to do a Chris Farley impression like the day after. You know, he's, he did a speedball or whatever. <laughs> but now we can. <laughs> I have no idea if that's. Uh, was that a first try? Well, I was religious uh, and I was on SNL. Everybody was kung fu. And I, just, <laughs> that's excellent. I know I can't. Yeah, Did you I, just try it? I, Wait, I, you've I, done I it. did it. I mean, when I was like seven. That was grade. amazing. Well, a little bit. You know what I mean? And you can all. It's whoa, just, whoa, whoa, yeah, I can't. I, can't. I, just, I know. I, <laughs> Tim Allen. And you know one of the things I hate about. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Too much Farley. Uh, well, yeah, just talking about like him as like a person. Like, well, I was actually trying to appease everyone in my life. I was religious, and uh, I couldn't be real and drop the act, so I overdosed. Oh my god, it's a horrible. It's a horrible. I was actually sort of a tortured comedian. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's just a horrible. Why are we doing this? <laughs> I'm actually up here talking with Robin Williams right now. I feel like I'm just I'm doing Henry Zabrowski now. That's what it is. Oh, Henry Zabrowski does. does Henry Henry like has it. the energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, he's healthy. I'm freaking out. Yeah, like that's that's very. You just got spit all over my own fucking chest. I didn't even know that's, Henry's got the same. Henry we all grew up is with on the same. crashing, and he. Yeah. and I've always been like, why is it so comforting? Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. saying he's doing him, but Mm-mm. he's certainly in. He's not. Because the way that I think we all were by, like, Jim Carrey. Like, I think you just inadvertently oh did Jim God. Carrey stuff. When oh, you were, my God. Think of the fucking playground thing you used to do. I so, know. Okay, cool, Mrs. Kramer. You yeah, know, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the energy's there, but you don't quite realize it. Like, right. I wonder how much we've all taken by osmosis as Well, that, that's and, what I find when you talk to, uh, when, whenever I overhear most people not all people and yeah. certainly not just comedians there's a lot of very authentically funny people yeah. but then most people look at funny being funny like music where they just kind of pick uh, a style and then that's yeah. how they're funny at dinner so they're like i got a steak oh righty then you know what i mean yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. they don't they yeah. don't footnote what they're doing they yeah. just and we didn't either yeah that's yeah. how we became who we are and that's how dennis quaid took from bill uh, what was his last name? Cosby? Uh, Dennis Quaid? No, Dennis Leary. Oh, my God. I fucked Dennis that up. Dennis Leary took from Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks? Yeah. 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 Like, I wonder if that was an osmosis thing or that was... No, because Dennis doesn't do characters. It was like kind of a... Wasn't the controversy that it was like a joke? 
thing. Oh, it's a style. I mean, there's different. I'm not an expert on yeah. the Dennis Leary, Bill Hicks yeah. controversy. I, I do know that all those jokes were cut out of like Dennis Leary's roast. I remember that it was like oh. a thing. But I, again, I'm not a. Uh, I don't know the facts, but I do know that people have accused Dennis Leary. Yeah, and I don't know what it is. There's there's a Chappelle guy too. There's a guy. I think his, his name who was, accused Chappelle of. Really? I don't think he accused him. I really think the Chappelle one with Tony Hale is his name. There was a guy who Dave uh, kind of loved and was very similar to naturally. This is the story as it was told to me. He got to New York. There's a guy, Tony Hale, and Tony Hale's up there like, hey, man. And Dave Chappelle's up there, and he's like, hey, man. You know, like very, very similar. Ding, 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 did a ding, ding. But (laughs) (laughs) Was that? That uh, was vanilla, vanilla ice. ice. Like, no, it's not the same. A ding, when ding, ding, did a ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> no, he straight up took from me. Ding, 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 did a ding, ding. Uh, actually, no, it's ding, 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 did a ding, ding. But I, like <laughs> I that remember always, that yeah. interview. Ha ha, yeah, ha ha. I don't know. That's my idea of vanilla ice is that he's this kind of guy. Ha ha. Uh, yeah, just an insecure. He's white. a guy. He's a guy. When I I, re- I do this bit, I never do it anymore because it doesn't really work. But a bit about how um, quiet is cool and coughing for some reason is cool, and that's a very Vanilla Ice thing, or like that kind of guy where you just kind of, yeah, man, you know, I was just going, uh, you know, like, like, for some reason, <laughs> so tiny manageable yeah. coughs are like this kind of cool way to buy time when you're thinking. It's just like, you know, maybe uh, we could just go down. <laughs> like oh that, yeah, like no, that. it's true. Like yeah, a controlled. The cough. rapper throat clear. The rapper throat clear. Kind of, and you, and you do up, it cool. Up, baby, who call him? Blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I guess it's a ha ha. will help this. <laughs> I'm a fan of the. I don't really like Eric. Yeah. Or the. Yeah. But I really don't like. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'm like. <laughs> but I'm a big fan of. Wooga. <laughs> and I also. But you don't know like, what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where no. people are like. <laughs> <laughs> Never like, like that the, one. You don't like the <gasps> middle. No, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, Valerie, who will listen to this, will enjoy that a bit that I always do to make her laugh is a uh, beatboxer who can't help but accidentally make a fart noise every once in a while. So he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I spit on the mic. <laughs> Literally. Ugh, gross. It sparked. Well, we didn't have, I didn't have to share that, but I, I don't. It's fine. I've done that on stage before where a huge lug comes out of my mouth onto the mic. <laughs> Do you and stop? I just, no. I have just to, in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, astral projection. I, <laughs> I was trying to make a video to show. I remember I was married. I was going to, sh- I was like, this is the video I'm going to use to make it big. And it ended up being like the video that I would show my in laws and stuff. Yeah. And I, so in, in the set, I would watch oh. it with them. There'd be a part where it's like, and I'm like, ha! And you can't see it, but I'm like, that's the moment you knew. where there was a, a throat slug on my on my thumb and the mic. Man, uh, nasty. Do you ever step outside of yourself when you're performing? Like, oh, I said that weird, mm-hmm. or oh, that was really good. Oh, and, yeah. you, and there's that thing, whole thing of like being in flow when you can observe yourself being. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Being good, but it's all, you don't want to do it too much because it, sometimes it'll take you out of it. You want the volume at what, like a seven? Yeah, out of fifty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do yeah. you do that? Like, a, are I you, do, are you but, watching if, but the moment I do, I, I, I start to skid a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I get distracted. I'm too empathetic for myself. I don't know what that means. But <laughs> you're paying too close of attention I to think how just you're as doing. As soon as I notice what I'm doing, Did and if t- I'm doing well, I think that I saw. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Remember when that was funny? Anytime someone took a mic, it'd be like, guys, guys, guys. Like any, anytime you touch a mic, there's yeah. feedback. <laughs> you have to do the tap, tap. The New York State lotto is now. You know what I mean? Uh, fuck that guy. You know what I mean? Nah, I don't know why. I know what you mean. Great. The guy great. whose face has to be covered when he, he says the number so they <laughs> can true. drop That's in true. what the jackpot is. That's an insane. $29 million. <laughs> Andrew, could you step all the way? I'm just really onto the mic. Thank you so much. Don't know if his name's Andrew, but. <laughs> what if. Uh, did we talk about your relationship with stand up last time? Because that sounds like a stand up thing. Watching how you're performing. Uh, I d- no, I don't think we did because I, I only do it vocationally. I really do want to do it more. I yeah. only do it professionally. I do it vocation. Vocation's hobby, isn't it? Oh my god, I got a nine fifty on my SATs. I don't oh, know. Oh, vocation is your job. Oh fuck. Well, it's vocationally, okay. safe place. Hobby wise, I do it when people ask me. I think and you mean recreationally? Recreationally, <laughs> uh, recreationally, not vocationally. Excuse me. Uh, okay, Pete. Excuse wow. me. Wow. Okay, so as a vocation, I don't. Okay, so so okay. It, you know that passive aggressive thing people do when they say again there's like two things you can do like again and excuse me you're just the most yeah oh, excuse me mean? well again what i <laughs> it's when you say again is like again because you were too fucking dumb to sort of you know it. what i've noticed my dad is doing now that he's older and i've noticed a lot of <laughs> a lot of old older people will do this he's in his 70s they'll go like well you need to know peter is when you have a job Okay. You <laughs> okay. The check in. Like, yeah. don't lose me. Uh, okay. <laughs> you need to make sure you get a contract, okay? <laughs> the okays. Wow. Like, yeah, no, I'm listening without the okays. Wow. I'm okay without the okays. Yeah. I have an uncle that did K a lot. Okay? Hey, I need you to come in here, okay? Yeah. Because we got clothes all over the floor, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody likes it. No. Like, just- okay. 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 And that's just South Park. Okay. Yeah, but that's the same thing. <laughs> it is. It is. They're absolutely. doing the mmkays. Yeah. But um, we didn't talk about stand up. And then I was like, you know, like I have my Largo show, for example. And honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm having you on again because you're the funniest human. You're just the funniest person. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. But then, like, I can't book you on my Largo show <laughs> mm-hmm. because people go, ooh, who is that? And he doesn't have five minutes. You don't have five? No, it's more. It's not the who's that. We have a lot of people on Because Larry like, David and I that? can't get on. Uh, we won't. I can't. I can't do Larry David. <laughs> but um, have you thought about it? Uh, well, well you're saying you've done it. I do. I, I as a hot at recreationally. When people will ask me to do it, I do. Um, what but do you, people can't bring me. I mean, like on smaller shows, people can bring me because they're buddies and they're like, "Oh, he'll just do a funny character." Because that's usually what I do. Uh-huh. What I'm used to doing. But I did it like <clears throat> like Lisa Traeger invited me to do Cake Shop. Uh, in New York, and I, I basically just did my SNL test audition. It was just like yeah. suddenly after people that are so witty and sharp as stand-ups do characters is just not right. Where I should just get up there and do like an Adomian thing or a Reggie Watts thing where I just breathe funny and then let the the room laugh and then you know go into some kind of – almost like an experimental. You know, just get up there and just go up to the mic and just go <laughs> – and then just say, and that was my Guillermo del Toro, or whatever. And then just kind of let, I don't know. Uh, but instead, I just, I, I, the way I do it is just so, it's old school. It's like, okay, so this is inarticulate De Niro promoting the Tribeca Film Festival, or whatever. Is There'll be cookies. Real? Yeah. Well, please come to the Tribeca Film Festival. There'll be cookies. Is that it? Are we done? Wow. 
I don't know why. There's my Robin Williams. Wow. It all blends together, Pete. It's all part of the same. <laughs> Please do more inarticulate drummer to me. Well, it starts with breathing. A lot of my characters are breathing. Phil, Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> My characters, my original characters, a famous filmmaker, a famous Academy Award winning actor. <laughs> I, I came up with this character, Robert yeah. De Niro. He, he sort of looks in the mirror and he goes, today, you know, what's the last line? Today's the day. Or, oh, no, you're talking to me? You're talking to me? You confused. You're talking to me with today's today. the day. <laughs> you know, I look in the mirror and I go, uh, oh, hey, today's the day. I drive Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah. What is that? He talks about that. Is that the end of the tri- Tribeca film? <clears throat> I really, I yeah. The, the bit is really. This is you know. I, I've met Robin, uh, met Robert De Niro before. I was an extra in The Good Shepherd, uh, <laughs> and he he handpicked all of us. Uh, and he he actually when I met him he he you know he went down the line he brought in five extras at a time and looked at our resumes and he looked down and he saw impressions and one of them said Robert De Niro and he looked up and he go impressions Robert De Niro I'm not going to go there <laughs> and he like shook hands he get very nice but he walks in as he's kind of like slight older quiet man I'm not going to go there oh. <laughs> I'm not going to go there <laughs> it's just like. But I thought you were, so, you know, you think you'd come in and be Italian. Like it's I've not how Frank stories. Caliendo does it. He's I, quiet. Oh yeah. Well, that's like that's what makes your Robin Williams so good. Well, yeah, when Bobcat when Bobcat Goldthwait did this, we talked. Yeah, we, we yeah. probably talked about this last time we did this podcast. It doesn't matter. We're just doing yeah. the hits. I don't give a yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, his was always like beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah. And, and everybody else is like, Diet Coke. Huh? Yeah, Ooh, yeah. What's the Coke dieting from? Hmm, probably Coke. Yeah. Stop eating yourself. <laughs> I wish I could eat myself. Saccharin, wow. <laughs> but he's like, Phyllis, he's like, yeah, I'll talk. He's like, he's always talking about it. I just said, you know, Nishi, we sort of always sort of go, why? And you know, Ralph Nader, Ralph Nader with the, with the, with the seatbelt, and you know, he came up with the seatbelt, Ralph Nader, and he's always just like, what are these pulls? And Robert De Niro is very, very quiet. De Niro is quiet like, and articulate, and they right. did work together on Awakenings, you know? Oh. My name is Leonard Lowe. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I'll give him 20 cc of whatever they took to wake up. Yeah. I want to go for a walk. I want to go for a walk. I just want to go for a walk. And then that old actress caught a tennis ball, and that was that's how I sum up Awakenings. And it makes now, me want to watch Awakenings. Yeah. When he gets up and hugs his mother, I lost my shit. Oh, I know. Because he goes, you could probably do it and ruin it for all probably. of us. He goes, Mama. Like he- <laughs> I don't remember the lines verbatim, but I think it was like, Mama, hug me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mama, I awakenings, I awakenings. Mama, I awakenings. Prego tantaliano. I don't know if he started speaking Italian. I don't remember, but I do know he ground up a bunch of pills and he put them in a lot of orange juice. <laughs> Is that real? I think he did. That was in the movie. They gra- he, they drank like so much milk and orange juice with the ground up pills. The different because yeah. they had to take a bunch of pills. Yeah, and John Hurd, I think, was one of the doctors. I don't know who that Wait, is. Did I make that up? The dad from Home Alone. I. Uh... Kevin, Kevin. I oh yeah, 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 yeah. He worked with Kevin, him. and he he died recently. He had like when he worked with us, he uh, oh, he was wearing a business like a like a like a shirt and tie, and a homeless woman came up at, to him outside when we were shooting. He was taking a smoke break, and she said, Do you, you know, asked him for change or whatever, and uh, she didn't know who he was, and he was like, oh no, sorry, I don't have any on me. I I just I work here, and she walked away, and he actually as she walked away, he went, Kevin. 
he sh- would shout Kevin every once in a while. Like, wait, he became, remember? Like the dad I missed from the home- beginning of the story. He became homeless. A homeless woman came up to John Hurd, the dad oh, from Home Alone. I thought he was. The and started to make conversation as she walked away. He was just like in character, and as she walked away, he went Kevin. Like he would do a line from Home Alone. Like it was like a sad kind of sweet thing. Yeah, every <laughs> once in a while he'd be like Kevin. Remember, remember from the famous. He wouldn't say remember from the famous, but he'd go, Kevin, and then just kind of like lean in like, I was that. Oh, yeah, I know. like when David Hasselhoff lingers by his star. <laughs> <laughs> With a burger, just a sloppy burger. <laughs> Actually, I guess it'd be more of a sandwich from Kosi, but um, <laughs> she flew from New York because they don't have Kosi's here. So he flew, he ate half of it at the air at LA at, uh, at JFK and then flew the other half. The Kosi sandwich and went straight to the star. On Hollywood Walk of Fame and ate it there, and he lingered by his star. <laughs> there'll be cookies. Well, there'll be cookies. <laughs> so stand up for me, it is hard. <laughs> it is. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. There's different impressionists that, and that's not all you are. You're so no. funny. That's why. Thank you. Adomian just did this podcast. No. What? What? <laughs> he did. Oh, I did. Adomian. Ado- oh, oh, Adomian. Adomian just did this podcast, <clears throat> yeah. and he found a way to like do his impressions. Yes, in yes, yes. stand up, <clears throat> and uh, I don't know what 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 have you been up to? If I mean your time is clearly filled, you're the funniest yeah. man. Thank you. And I think we probably touched on this a little while. Like my hope is that like people will look back, and I believe that they will, mm. and be like, "That was Josh Rubin before he was Josh." It's just Rubin, <laughs> and people are doing impressions of you because you're the funniest man. Thank you. You're an incredible writer, Thank incredible you. performer, Thank but you. just like naturally funny. I yeah. feel like so many of us are clenching a muscle trying to be funny, and you just are kind of funny. Like your muscles. It's relax, very weird. The funny. thing too, this this, like, this is interesting. I so what are you doing with your life? <laughs> oh, that's not to say, like, what are you doing that you're not for their head? Yeah. That's to say, since we last talked, yeah. I know you're directing, writing. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of stuff. There's lots of stuff. It's funny. It is that kind of thing of, like, since I was very young, my mom would we'd have, like, dinner parties, and my mom would be like, that's the next Jim Carrey right there. It was, really? I've heard that every year. Like, every year it was, this is your year, Joshua. This is your year. And it is this weird thing of, like, I'll go to, you know, like, one of the – I don't know why this was such a pronounced memory for me, but when Broad City had their premiere party, like season one, all of these, I was there, all of these New York comedians, like comedian buddies <clears throat> who were kind of bigger, certainly bigger than me. I'm not big at all, but they would just be like, you, by the way, holy shit. Holy yeah, shit. You're a the lot funniest. Of, a lot of, it was a lot of that. And well, Oren kind of, and I spent a lot of time <clears throat> going, he's the funniest person. Oren told me that. And it, was, it is a lot of like, why aren't you? And I think I can There I is some why aren't you, but you have yeah. to understand that I mean that in the complimentary oh, way. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. I say that to a yeah, lot yeah, yeah. of guys yeah. that do this podcast. I go, this is the, this is the interview yeah. before the big thing. Yeah. But it's like, what is the like, I literally spend time thinking about like, what's the perfect movie or the V, like, what, yeah. how do you fantasize about the vehicle that takes you? Because I assume it used to be SNL. It, oh, yeah. So and I, we talked about that a little <clears throat> bit last time. Yeah, I, I, uh, I tested for it. <laughs> Uh, which was always a dream. Was that it was since a bucket last list. Time. Since last time. Since last time you yeah, tested yeah. for SNL. Tested for SNL uh, and uh, test NL. I tested an NL and I was. <laughs> I was uh, You're so funny. I was SNL negative. Then I was SNL negative. <laughs> you I was. I did tests for SNL. You're, I was SNL. Negative. It's almost like here's my SNL theory yeah. for you. Yeah. Is uh, I believe Lauren's been pretty open about how he loves new talent. Yeah. And you came in already an artisanal. 
boutique Brooklyn barber shop with like you know something mm. like with wood boxes and everything was nice and perfect yeah. and there was mahogany and yeah. straight yeah. razor shaves <laughs> and, and everything was you're so you're so fully formed. Yeah. I could see them being like, "Well, I don't get much out of this, do I?" I've heard. I've heard a little bit of. <clears throat> you know, that was this a terrible lord, by too... the way. That sounded evil. I just meant. <laughs> I think he li- he he enjoys the, the like mold. Pete Davidson, yeah. new, fresh, yeah. so young. I want to see him sweat, and I want to see him grow. It is new Uniqlo. Whereas you, <laughs> whereas you are established. Yeah, I, well, I'll, well, you tell me what you think. I'll, well, Why here's the first the so first much? piece of the, the question. I think is I I chased jobs a little bit. So college <laughs> college humor. I, I chased the money. Uh, <laughs> I I was a college humor for like six or seven years. You kind of build up your own, you know, your own little following. Yeah, because when we're together, we yeah. went to medieval times, and you were getting. And this is not. I just yeah. remember people were saying, "I love your work." Yeah, to yeah. you, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. great in character. I love your work. And then they get on a horse. (laughs) (laughs) The joust would not work. I love your jests. I love your inarticulate robot in here. (laughs) (laughs) There shall be cookies. (laughs) I love your Chris Farley talking about how he's a flawed comedian. (laughs) I'm in New Jersey. No, we were in L.A. Uh, When I left College Humor, I I directed commercials. The money was so good. And I was such a bad... Oh, so you did chase the money. I did. I mean, That's sweet, I, sweet cash. But by the same token, I, I would still audition, and when I would do stuff, it was usually like because buddies, powerful buddies, buddies, buddies <laughs> would ask me to do jobs, man. So I'd say, why not? Uh, yeah, nobody. But that's not a. That's not like a mistake. No, you it's took great. work. I you absolutely were did. in the biz doing that. Absolutely shiz. Did. Yeah, that would. Yeah. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I'm saying. Okay, keep yeah. going. Tell me the SNL story. The SNL story was... Uh, you were directing commercials. I was directing commercials. I was talk. still auditioning and doing all that kind of stuff. And you get little things. How I'm, are I'm a, you as an auditioner? I think I'm okay. I think it has to do with the way I look. Like, I have cheekbones, but also a belly, and I'm short. And I have a weird voice, and I like playing characters. It's like a weird hodgepodge combination. You it's are like, kind of like an eight-sided die. It, it, it really, yeah. Honestly, it really it's is. like, like so many things going on. But I, it's funny to hear you say that, because yeah. I'm like, I watch the How to Talk Dirty thing. Uh, which is I hadn't oh, seen. You. I watched it this morning. <clears throat> I was alone, dying, laughing, and it's you. Women have panties. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it is. I, I want to dry you off with my sheets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. So many funny. I need your butt cheeks like red dough. <laughs> there were so many great moments, but you are very handsome, and you have a, a good. <laughs> this is so weird. You have a good body. Like you're naked in that. Thing. <laughs> I'm aware of these things, and I'm yeah. looking at them, and I'm like, that could be. A romantic comedy fella. Right, right, right. You say right. you have a belly, but that's just you well. Know, no, a I'm, fun ju- I'm way just to being. I'm try being, to claim you know, the soft community, right, right, but we right. don't accept you. Right. Well, you know, and, and I will. Will anybody? <laughs> Hello. Excuse me. You can't come in here. Um, <laughs> time to make the donuts comedically. Uh, Who is that? I don't know. It's the it's the chubby ambassador. I don't know. Oh, that was just a, a chubby person. I I don't know. I, saw, I it, was, don't it sounded like the boar's head meats guy. Honestly, with boar's head meats, even you can be a comedian with a belly. I don't know. Hi, <laughs> boar's head meats. Anyway, SNL. They they hmm. sniffed around a couple times. How One did that time, uh, My agent called and said, "Oh, first, first of all, all through my twenties, all through my twenties, I send in tapes." Tapes, tapes, tapes. 
You're it was two, just Turner and Hooch, I mean, but I was sending them to <laughs> I sent the VHSs of One Hour Photo, Turner and Hooch. And Ayala Cohen said, please stop doing this. And then she left. Um, Wait, did they really say stop sending tapes? No, no, no. no. I, so I, I got with a manager. I sent in tapes. Didn't hear anything. Then got notes from managers. Can you change this? Can you do it like a, a, a John Stewart impression? Because he's – and it's like, how do you do that? One, well, when I finally uh, got – yeah, he exactly. He does a lot of frumfering. Well, uh, I'm yeah, a comedian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it wasn't bad. Uh, <laughs> just, but, blip, but blip, blip. He does he, a lot of blip, blip, blip. Blip, blip, blip. I am so smart. I can't. I can't. I honestly <laughs> I can't. I Neither of us can. Uh, tapes, tapes, tapes. The one time I got feedback before the person <laughs> left – the New York State lotto is now not going to get on SNL. One time I got feedback was, this is, not, this is not light enough. It's too dark. It's too esoteric because it's dark comedy. Like I would, do, I would do like Aaron Paul being like, please watch The Path. You know, so it's just, just like not – I guess they want <laughs> Do you remember when I was Jesse? Please, like, so I'm on The Path. Please, somebody, please watch the path. And I don't know. They just like wanted it to be lighter. So anyway, I was turned off. I was turned off by the idea of doing it. This pilot I was writing and directing uh, got uh, turned down by by Comedy Central. And basically, the moment that happened, I spent a lot of time working on. What was that idea? Uh, it was uh, basically it's still alive and it's now with IFC, but it's called Lee's Kill List, and it's like a shitty Dexter. Uh-huh. Yeah, like and a serial, killer, a serial is killer is bad at it. No, it's actually a woman. It's going to be a female serial killer. It's uh, more relevant now. IFC had the brilliant note to change the gender. So, <clears throat> been working on that, but as was soon it as you? that... No, no, it was Henry Zabrowski, actually. Really? When it was male, I'll send you the pilot. He's absolutely brilliant, of course. So when I was done with that, my agent at the time said, there's a showcase in LA. I did the showcase. I was last. There were, I mean, and included in that was... Carmen Lynch, Adam Newman, like Tim Kalpakis, like all these cool kind of comedians, mostly brunette white men. Um, and I was last and I destroyed. I killed. And then I heard, okay, you're going to test. And then I tested and I was first. And I started – my mouth dried up so, so bad just in to, the first to 10 let seconds. the audience and you don't want to be first. It's bad. Like oh, you went uh, last and they were warm? Is that what you're saying? Uh, they were they were all warm and they did giggle, which the whole thing is you hear that you know they that they're, they're not going to giggle. But I was like trying to play it cool and they they put you in makeup and you sign a contract and you're sitting there in, in this, you know, in Vanessa Bayer's dressing room and it's quiet and you don't know if it's been going on or if you're going to see your buddies or not. Who are there? <clears throat> and then they go, okay, cool, you're coming. And you walk over and you're just like trying to make small talk with – the producer who's like, you know, yeah, these are all the cue cards. This is where we write them all out. And, and okay, so uh, James here is going to tell you what's going to happen. And then this guy goes, super blue collar, tall dude says, okay, so here's what's going to happen. You're going to go out there. The lights are going to go out. They're going to come on. You're going to say a name. They're going to go out again. They're going to come on. You're going to do it. Okay? And I was like, oh, now do, <clears throat> do I look into the camera? Or, okay, go. It was like that. Really? Yeah, and it was just like. <clears throat> so I stand up there, and they go, okay, slate in three. Two, and I said, "My name is Josh Rubin. Wait for the countdown, please." Three, no. two. Apparently, part of the thing is that they throw these like technical difficulties, quote unquote, at you, so to see how you deal with a weird no. thing. Yeah, get. So when I started Ow. to say my name after they said, "Say your name," I heard giggles in the in the dark, and then I started with 
probably my darkest character, which is a homeless guy who talks about how his friend was murdered, but then turns it to be by a vampire and I'm collecting money for a crook fix um, to get some garlic to, so that I can get revenge. And, and then <laughs> crook fix yeah, and, and I end with, I, I, to get some gar- I need such garlic and change to get some garlic or crook fix um, <laughs> Uh, God, uh, thank you. So I, I can get revenge. Thank you very much. I am a werewolf. Thank you very much. I'm a werewolf. Thank you. And they like that. And sometimes, and I did do Jeff Bridges. And one, you know, and when I start doing Jeff, and I'm nervous, he's up here. He's like, doesn't. It's like it's on voice. I'm pushing it like this. So I like started doing. Hey, man. Um, you, you started you can, too high. That's one of those moments where you step outside of yourself, and you're like, oh fuck. But when you can ease into things like, like the good go to too high on yeah. the national <laughs> yeah. Did she? I believe that happened. Yeah. Oh god, but she's great. Uh, mm. but you don't want to start too high. You started your Jeff Bridges too high? What when I did Jeff, yeah, but I had done there are characters I do that I ease into so in like such a buttery way and I know that I'll get the room. Mm. And I did get laughs and stuff, but then you just after that, that was April, I waited till August to hear, okay, so we're neither suspending nor extending uh, any of the contract. It wasn't even a yes or no. It, it was wasn't just, a yes or no. It was we're so we're neither anything. extending nor suspending any of the current and because um, they had you on hold. Yeah. And uh and I was like, what does it mean? And then a friend said, Well, imagine if a girl said that to you. And I was like, I understand. Right. I'm not extending yeah. nor suspending. Yeah, and I realized also being behind I just directed I can't this show. They threw you like that. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, I, they they, they, they do, do it. it on purpose. They do it. And I think part of the reason why I'm I'm comfortable after that, I was like, I told my whole team, I said, no SNL. No SNL. I'm, I've been on the other side of the camera. I just directed a show for Matt Damon and Peter Berg in Vancouver for Netflix. It's coming out next year. It's called The Green Beret's Guide to Surviving the Apocalypse, and it's actually a narrative it's comedy. A, it's a what? It's, it's a t- TV show? It's, it's a TV show. It's a scripted TV show, but it's, it's, a, it's survival information-based. So it's almost like the easiest way to explain it is if, like, if John McClane turned a camera every once in a while and told you how to use the Beretta. It's, like, different. Wow. And the lead is a real Green Beret and a, a hilarious dude named Sean Vance who's like can improvise and he's handsome and he's a real – You got to be able to improvise in F- the field. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know what I like doing? Bits. Um, <laughs> oh, close retention shooting. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I just took out the crew. I am sorry. <laughs> uh, with the silencer, I put on that. <laughs> Let me just screw this on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just unclip, just take it out of the box, and 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 just aim it up, and and I'm done. Cool. That was my whole day, <laughs> and that's the soundscape of a beret. Uh, <laughs> and that's my day. Boop, boop. That's what I had that's to do. That's what all today. the green berets do. They just walk in like Popeye and put on a big Kangle hat. I guess <laughs> is that what they call their hats? Is it all, is it made by Kangle? <laughs> And um, <laughs> you can do it. You just barely do anything. Just through, tongue to the top of your teeth and go. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, silencer. <laughs> Everyone can do it on the count of three. What One, did, two, three. <laughs> what did uh, Matty D have to do with that? Uh, he is a hands-off producer. They're both. They're, it's like vanity. Well, I don't want to say vanity producers. They have been giving feedback, which is really cool. Uh, but they, he really liked it, and I think Peter Berg really likes the idea because of the informational yeah. aspect of it. Um, uh, so I, what was cool about that is I got to put myself in it. So I got a whole 
well, I wouldn't call it a whole episode, but I got an episode where I, I'm one of the people who's sort of one of, you know, the buddies. Each episode is a different apocalyptic so there's a scenario. Yeah. 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 Is yeah. it more like a sketch or is it like a, a narrative? It's like, it's a narrative. It's huh. a narrative. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's different. Unlike anything I've ever done before. And, and, um, oh, they don't want me to say anything else because I'm getting shot at. <laughs> they don't want me to say anything. The press conference is just, everybody's just John Wick. But that's what I've been. I I think this. I'd call it a problem, and I'm trying not to like be so uh, self promotional, whatever. But I really can do a lot of things really well, and I I don't know anyone who does what I do. I'm like can do like a really good Jason Jason Bateman, but also direct a Netflix show. And Ozark. also play characters. <laughs> no, Ozark. You can direct Jason Bateman as and, uh, Jason Bateman. I don't know how I'm doing drama. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, well, uh, I gotta admit, folks, uh, we are hiding uh, heroin. <laughs> oh, you bastard! You're pulling out. You're well. They're pulling off my toenails, and uh, yeah, Laura Dern is uh, good. Well, uh, I. <laughs> Uh oh, uh, they're shooting at us. So, get the banana. Get in the but banana car. But you can car. do it and direct. Yes, that's it's a weird career. So the cool thing now is I have this like new team. I, I fired my agent because I was didn't feel like I was getting anything out of it. Um, and How'd they're that go? they're kind. It was fine. I probably shouldn't have written an email. Um, you did it in an email. I did because they didn't respond to any of mine. I literally got back from Canada and wrote them and said, "Hey, I just directed a show for Matt Damon. Half of it." Can I have a meeting? And I never heard anything. And six months before that, I sent them a pilot that I wrote with a TV star who's a very good buddy of mine. With It's a good good <clears> plot, too. Never heard anything. They didn't reply. Did not reply. And I'm like, so I think it was this other Mother Nature thing of like, not yet, Josh. It's not time to break out. Or I don't know what I don't know what whatever it is. But now, honestly, it feels yeah. But that's that is how you break up. I know you have to email them if they're not even reply. Did they? Oh, re- I mean, I mean, break out. Like it's you know, it was this weird thing of like these opportunities need to be staved for whatever reason. Yeah, and, and then and now it feels. It's funny we're having this conversation today because now it feels like there's this. All right, it's the time, and I'm doing everything I want to be doing, and and it, it feels really good, and the show is going to be funny. Um, but uh, the survival show, yeah, yeah. But but I but my whole team is also like, wait, what? Where did you come from? Everybody. Oh, they all since love the you. beginning. Is now they're been, very exciting. Excited. Well, they're a new. They, they've been there. They were like, they literally. When I had the meeting with them, you know, you go and you meet, and they they kind of court you. Wow. They said when we heard you were on the um <clears throat> the market, we uh we were really uh it was Jason Bateman. We were really <laughs> excited, and uh, we want to have you aboard at uh, QPM. It's a new. Agency, uh, you're our only client, and uh, we represent mostly grocery stores. <laughs> AMP just got a gig uh, to do a voiceover on Nick Jr. So, <laughs> but they they understand what they're like. I understand. Geez, yeah, they're yeah. into it. But it's it's just bizarre. It is bizarre to me too. But I, I, I all the opportunities I've gotten are great, and I would love to act. But I think what's also happened is being on the other side of the camera when you can control and you can elevate. One thing I really want to do is make. People that I love, like Henry, people even like you, even you know, you're on another level. But it, people who are new and really elevate them, people who you know, I think the world needs to know, like Naomi Perrigan. Like I would die to put, like direct her in a show, but cameo in it as a guy with weird teeth, <laughs> and you know that kind of thing. Like just just raise up your be buddies. a vehicle for other people. Yeah, I don't need to. I don't need to have the. Um, I don't need to be the Paul Rudd. I'd love to. 
Um, but I also like having a weird walk, and I think I might. You have a weird walk. I like I like doing a weird walk. You know, just like a, oh, you want to do my con- characters. I mean, in, in theory, stuff. yeah, I'll do anything. I'll do it all. I'll do anything. <laughs> what is what is your new agent's perspective on the next plan for you? I, I, I want it because I'm so certain it's going to happen. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. This will be a fun blueprint, about and then we'll see. revisit it. Yeah. And then I'll come back and say, yeah, no, sorry, Pete, I'm late. I just parked my Tesla, and I know my voice is different because I'm wearing sweatpants that cuff at the bottom. That's what happens when everybody gets famous. Why do they end up wearing sweatpants that cuff? I don't understand. And then when I get in my car, it sounds like this, because the door goes up like a DeLorean. Being white, being famous. (laughs) Really making a point. Being white, being being famous, like it's very important. Going to Ikea. Okay. (laughs) Okay, uh, excuse me. Again, uh, here's the thing, Pete. Uh, again, again, having a Tesla, uh, having a Tesla, knowing that I'm going to be uh, world famous. Uh, again, <laughs> do you uh, do you want to write like a movie for yourself? Is that I an idea? Did, yeah. You did I did. Yeah, I don't know if I'm allowed to say who's interested in it, but I did write a movie. Ooh, look who's interested, Bruce look Willis. Who's interested right now? Bruce Willis is sort of going. I have to. I can wear a wig. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's a really cool cast. It's uh, Sean Young, um, Rutger Hauer. <laughs> Rutger um, Yeah, it's just like the worst. Yeah, Josh Charles is going to do it. But um, a movie for cool you to movie. star in? That's one thing I have going. There's, yeah, just pitches and stuff. It's just like weird because one thing the agent went was like, so do you know so-and-so? You don't? I don't understand. And she'd like look around the room. Okay, do you know so-and-so? Have you met with so and so? You don't know who this is. Yeah, you haven't met with this person, and I'm kind of looking around. Like casting it, like executives and you know uh, comedians or people that people I should just you know I should you don't know so and so at this place that made Lego Batman or whatever. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's a weird thing. I think the I, what I'd like to do, what I think is how you get in, is you get in the way you, you're you know I'm most comfortable. Uh, and uh, and universally make, get people to like me is being an actor, being silly, being on camera, doing stuff on stage or whatever. Mm, mm. What did you, you? So you really like kind of scorched the earth with SNL because emotionally it must have been difficult to not get it. I mean, I, the way you phrased it sounded it appropriately was, kind of hurt by that experience. Uh, you know what it was? It was more just kind of like which any I'd of spend us. So, of course, I spent so much time. Wanting it so badly, and then when I was becoming a successful director, I'm still laughing at. Please watch the path. Please watch the path. <laughs> you remember when I was Jesse? <laughs> Please watch my show about cults. I really love doing characters that just beg you to like them. Like I did a Tony Robbins the other day that was like, "I'm Tony Robbins. I'm motivational speaker Tony Robbins. I want you. Okay, here's my here's my advice for you guys. Somebody please tell me that I'm cool." I'm a motivational speaker, Tony Robbins. I'm world famous. I'm going to give you advice. Here's what I want you to do. I want someone to tell me that they think that I'm cool. <laughs> when, when I get to do Largo, I'm going to open with that. Hi, everybody. This is my impression of Tony Robbins. <laughs> oh, my steal God. steal Domian's bit. He has that bit? No, his style. Live to... with passion. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> you don't have five minutes yet, do you, bitch? You better go to a cafe and start sketching out. You could come on and just talk with me. I guess the difference is like the problem was that I don't I don't think of you in that way. I wish I yeah. did. Yeah, and that's maybe what we. Can, I need, we but can I change. need to. I need to. Uh, I I need to. 
I don't either. I because I want to do everything. Right. I do, but I also want to do, and I also want to do. You're so kind think, of doing it re- in reverse. You should be directing yeah. after we all know and love. You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the yeah. twilight of your career. <laughs> oh, this new Gabriel Byrne looking motherfucker just uh, started acting. He's just like just crow's feet and totally gray. <laughs> and then I just I just who's gonna <laughs> I can't but wait to do Madigan Men. The the emotion of not getting it. You said you try. You worked so hard. I did. I did. And then I was kind of like, because I'd been on the other side of the camera. <clears throat> Pete just did a line of coke. Um, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> uh, promoting this new show. <laughs> You'll never promote your show. Uh, promoting it has been really fun. <laughs> Remember last time? Oh yeah, the the old man. Uh oh. <laughs> I love a good soundscape. This is what we can talk about anytime. <laughs> the old man who keeps getting fucked over. Please don't run me over. Uh oh, the car's coming back to run. Run me over. <laughs> My white kids that helped me walk <laughs> fell off <laughs> when the Chevy ran me over. <laughs> now half of my face is gone. How am I still alive? Adamantium. I was made by the same program and made Wolverine. <laughs> That's a new thing I've been loving to do is Patrick Stewart as Professor X in Logan is so good. Have you seen it? Yeah. Uh, I haven't finished it. Oh, it just doesn't grab just me. Going, I, I mean, I've seen it three times. I think maybe it's because I just love the idea of Professor X calling Logan hot. Like, Logan, you're so hot. You can't forget how hot you are. You have abs, Logan. Logan, you're so cut. And <clears throat> you're one of my best st- <laughs> students, Logan. Logan. You have to go lower. <coughs> Logan. <laughs> Logan. He's trying to kill me. Logan. <laughs> uh, so the emo- Okay, so you, you tried <laughs> so hard. I did, and then I was like, I'm I do I have, you know, executive buddies I could take an idea right to without being a cast member of a, like Lauren God bless him. That whole crew, he doesn't want anyone to necessarily, from what I understand, stand out. It's kind of, the group all has to elevate together and grow mm-hmm, together. And mm-hmm. I like that mentality, but I think, I think I, I think I'd go a little nuts if I was told what to do or controlled or said, you know, right. How to do certain things. You'd rather be in the Wild West making your own stuff. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think, I, think I understand that completely. Like, yeah, you, of you course. might, you might just be a little too. <clears throat> I don't. I don't want to say mature. Like it's immature to want that, but like yeah. you've, you've you've tasted the wonder of making your own stuff and being your own boss. Yeah, it feels really Hard good. To go back. It feels really good. But believe me, I there was a time. I mean, until very recently, until literally three hundred days ago, where I was like, it's all I wanted. Um, hmm. And now I don't. And it's that kind of thing of wow. You know, you just sort of look at life and you go, Bobcat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But I'm glad new agents, new things. New things, new things. New what about your really your life? How do you feel in general <gasps> oh, these days? Good. Very good. Very good. Are uh, you dating? My girlfriend broke up with me about a month ago. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. 
The girlfriend left. Yeah, Al. Actually, when I met she Peter Berg, down. <laughs> when I met Peter Berg yes, for the first time, I don't know how he knew. It is over. <laughs> this it's good. is done. <laughs> That's what she said. Ah. I can't give you any hope for the future. So, how long ago was this? Uh, well, I guess it was the end of August. End but we of both kind of knew it was. We both it was a thing where we both kind of knew it's the end. And uh, what, what, what was it? I asked uh, not for gossip and, and no, scandalous no. intel. I asked no. because I wonder. It's it's tricky for us clowns and rubes to find yeah. the right person. What was your person in the? Was she a, a, a clown herself? No, she's a painter. She's an artist. A painter. Yeah, and she's great. You know what it is? I think honestly, I, I think part of it was wow, her sort of being too young. When I met her, she was twelve. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, and when we broke up, she was sixteen. I was like, no, uh, <laughs> uh, no. I, I, I think, I think we just both kind of, we both kind of grew out of it. It was, mm. it was like sad. How long? It's very civil. Were you it was three and a half years. Oh, yeah. Ow! And this is the fucked up thing. People left and right, left and right, right now are getting divorced, mm. are breaking up, mm. are. It's just a season of it. Yeah, season of it. And then people who've been single for a long time, we have a mutual friend now in a serious relationship. Yeah. So it's like this interesting tech. There's like we're in a shift right now. Yeah, big shift. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, big yeah, shift. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you were three and a half. Did you think you were going to be wed to this? Picture? Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, oh well, you know. And th- that was the tough thing. Was I, you know, I moved out here and I was like, oh cool, we'll be in this beautiful home for. Ten years for and gifted get children. Greg here. Yeah, and I think we kind of get fatalistic in some relationships. I speak for myself. I have where you just kind of like, yeah, these. That's not everything that I want, or that's not perfect, but I can live with it. Mm. But I think you really can find uh, someone who uh, you match on every level you need to match. What on were the ways kinda? again for the benefit yeah. of those listening? Yeah, yeah. Uh, for people who are trying to navigate the the murky waters. Of relationship. <laughs> what did it look like when things started to shift away from I'm going to stay with this person? Little things? Um, big things? Honestly, I think it was <clears> – <throat> I, wasn't, I wasn't as there for this person I think as I could have been. Physically? Emotionally? Physically and emotionally. I w- I'm literally so, physically. Literally physically. Um, uh, I was busy. I was like – you know, the Canada thing was seven weeks and uh, – it was communication. It was just like a, the the. It's that funny thing of, and I'm trying to be as diplomatic as I can. I mean, I have no ill will or feelings toward this person. I love her to death, um, but it's just the thing of like um, when you know you're different around someone. We all have couples that like I perceive you and Val like you guys can you're each, you can be yourselves around each other. Right. Sometimes you get into a relationship where you're like I'm just kind of changing a little bit. Like totally. I'm not, I'm not going to necessarily fart. Or I'm, you know, it's like, right. It's like funny that you say things. that farting. Val showed me an article. I think she was making fun of me. She's like, couples that fart, a farticle. Yeah. Couples that fart in front of each other, like, are more successful couples or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Because it is just kind of like, I don't, it's not just farting. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, fart. no, no. <laughs> it's the feeling of being like, being with you is like being alone 2.0. Like so, yeah. it's it's not alone. It's yeah. kind of the opposite of being alone, but it feels as comfortable as being alone. Yeah. And I've had those girlfriends where it's not literally sucking in your stomach, but you feel like you're like, hello. Yeah. There's. Yeah. Do I look like Adam? <laughs> yeah. Certain yeah. jokes you don't make, certain yeah. attitudes you don't represent. My sister had a really good term. She's a songwriter, <laughs> and she she said sometimes Tamagotchi. a relationship is kind of. Was that <coughs> Tamaguchi? Tamag- Mrs. Tamaguchi, my sister. Uh, t- to to degrade my sister again to degrade her her culture. 
too too degraded. Um, <laughs> again, uh, again, uh, Yamagata. But um, she uh, she had a really good point. She was like, sometimes being in a relationship as an artist is like is like being with someone who looks over your shoulder when you're journaling. Mm. And sometimes it felt that way. Not and again, not this isn't anything that Against she does. Her. It was just you didn't that feel I, safe in that way. Like it was fucking up your process. It was more like I didn't want to. I don't know. I guess it was just like I, I, I felt like this need to walk around eggshells for a reason I didn't need to. And she, right. if she heard this, or if she, you know, if I would ever right. stiffen, she'd be like, "Don't stiffen. Right, uh, right, right. You have no need to." Nobody to, was getting what they wanted. I guess not. You know what I mean? Like she yeah. didn't want you to stiffen, but you, for some reason, felt the need to stiffen. Yeah, I think. But she was wasn't asking you. To I was stiffen. very protective. I think of of this person. I think anyway. The, the whole thing now is like it is a weird thing to happen when you're 34 mm. to come back from a you know a big job and to go great. So now I'm going to really dig in, you know, and 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 just invest further, and maybe we'll you know you go to therapy or you'll you'll work on this relationship more. You know, was there like, arguing? Was it an actively? Decaying I think that's the thing is it wasn't. It would it would just kind of everything would be chill and and kind of like it's goofy best friend kind of vibes, but not addressing everything we should be addressing kind mm. of right away. Um, yeah, communications. What was something that you? What was an issue that you were bringing to it? So we don't sell her out. Uh. I mean, again, I was so. Oh, I know. A big thing was getting away, wow. getting out of town. Wow. Uh, take going on vacation, just going. You know what? This day to this day, and in our business, you never know when you're going to need to be <clears throat> right available. And that was a really tough thing for me. But I, I rarely was like, I really could commit to. Well, I don't know if we can go away in July because I might have a ba ba ba. Right, and that was really tough. That was really, really hard, and because I and then you stay home and the phone doesn't ring, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was that was that was a really big one, and that that I I don't want to lose sight of, but also now being single, I'm kind of like, okay, well, if you fucked it up, now is the time to uh, focus on yourself. If you you know you can't go on vacation, if working was what it's all about, you better start typing, kid. Right, right. Like, like that's kind of my lesson. You got what you wanted. Well, that's the. It reminds me of the girl, a woman getting a breast reduction, and I'm thinking of a specific woman because she she thought they were getting in the way of exercise. Well, you better start jogging. You know what I mean? And she did. She actually got in phenomenal, Mm -hmm. phenomenal (laughs) skinny shape. I liked her more before. (laughs) Before, not just the boobs, the whole the whole thickness. But anyway, my friend. (laughs) But she did get very very fit. So you had the girlfriend reduction, and now you better get working. Yeah, but do you, and, do you, are you enjoying the like? Josh doesn't have to run anything by Josh. Yeah, I. <laughs> or, or is it lonely? I, I, well, that's the thing. I'm so much. I'm more social, uh, uh, and uh, I'm I'm a g- good degree happy. But now is this kind of thing of like, you kind of get. I kind of. I don't want to use the word the term the chase. But I'm like I'm I'm starting to get drained by the idea of oh, but when I do date. You know, I like, oh, I want to date or I want to meet people. It's not about sleeping around right now, but I want to be meeting and being social with, with different people, you know, women. Yeah. Uh, but I don't want to engage in a relationship and I don't want to be an asshole. I don't right. want to be someone who just like, if you do get to the but point where to me, you sleep go, go around or something, you know. There was a time after a big relationship for me where I had to learn, <clears throat> and I hope I did, learn what it was like to 
be okay with that. It sounds yeah. like both of us, you said you were protective of your girlfriend, and I, I can feel that way often. And, and my time being single was a healthy time to realize that, you know, it's that old thing where women sometimes are also just looking, they, maybe they're getting out of a weird relationship and they just yeah. want to get out there and social and meet and, and have, some, have some sex sometimes. Yeah. Getting over, do you have some hang-ups about that? Like, it's not, not, it doesn't sound like you have moral hang-ups with sex necessarily. No. It sounds like you have some blockage thinking of yourself as like a bad person or, or some sort of predator. I think, yeah. I, well, you know, I mentioned this actually to some girlfriends of mine uh, and they're just like, well, communicate. Then say it's fine. If you... If you but I, I know what you're saying. The there. guy that says, I'm not looking for a relationship right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't want to be You realize that. you're in the, you're in her movie and yeah. you're in the douchebag I'm montage. I'm so sorry. You're running your fingers through your hair and yes. your voice is kind of raspy. You have a like, Bluetooth thing I'm on so your ear. I'm so sorry. Um, I, have to, I will take this in a moment, but um, I just want to let you know before I take this, I just want to eat out. I just want to eat out. Of, uh, I just want to eat you out. She's actually a giver, so it's a good, I mean, you should think great. I just want to eat you out. I just, I'm not looking for anything I don't more want than... you to touch me. <laughs> it's called The Giver, and it stars Jeff Bridges. <laughs> and me, Meryl. But um, are you not, you're not, how are you doing with that? You're single. How are, how are you being single for the first time in a very important four years? Yeah. Early, early 30s are real defining time. It's good. This is the weird thing. It's kind of like when you learn a new vocabulary word and you hear it all the time. Vocation. Apocryphal. You, know, you hear a new vocation word again. And um, <laughs> you, you hear it everywhere. Yes. Like now a lot of people are telling me, regardless of whether you ask them, whether you catalyze the conversation or not, people go, yeah, I'm just working on myself. Or yeah, when I was single, the whole thing was like, what I realized was you got to work on yourself. There's like these little angels and guardians around you are kind of like you keep hearing nudge that. yeah like it's totally oh, yeah, true. you know i mean you, you gotta get comfortable being yourself and like a friend who just went through a breakup who's measuring her validity you know as a barometer by whether or not she's with that person or right. you know when she's alone she feels like she's not valid because she's not in a right. relationship so that's another way of the universe being like that's another another person who should work on themselves josh right go type or go for a run, go. Right. Or do there is something this is something that. everybody that listens to this podcast a lot will know that I'm probably thinking, which I yeah. am, about how Tony Robbins, hey, tell me I'm cool. Uh, you guys think I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm the tallest one here, but do you think I'm cool? <laughs> I can't quite. Let me try juggling. Oh, oh, oh oops, oops. <laughs> okay, so I tried juggling. I have a 1995. <laughs> Venom Marvel comic book. Do you want to look through it? I took $20 from my dad's wallet just to give it out to my friends. If you guys... I've done that before. When I was a young kid, I just <laughs> literally took $20 out of my dad's wallet and was like, I'll give this to someone they'll be my friend. <laughs> it was like, that's how sad and fat I was. Uh, it was chubby. Um, it smelled like pepper. But I just like... I, I found 20 bucks. I mean, you can have it, kid who doesn't really talk to me. <laughs> I want to be a beloved. <laughs> you can't even get $20? <laughs> yes. To like, I was just like, I f- do you want this? That's literally. You were just doing the more direct version of like, I might take $20 from my parents and then go to Chili's and pick up the Absolutely, tab. Absolutely. You just were just like, here's cash, cash. To another fifth grader. like Who oh, then took oh. it and spent it on a different fifth <laughs> and, grader. And, and elevated his prom kingdom. Um, yeah. Oh, you gave it to the cool kid? Yeah, I gave it to Nate Robbins. I'm almost positive of it. He's a doctor now. <laughs> Tony's dad? <laughs> I mean, Tony's son? Yeah, I gave it to Tony's dad. I gave it to a 65-year-old man. 
And he went, okay. <laughs> My son's Tony Robbins. <laughs> Do you think, did we talk about this last time? That has to be why you're so funny. Did oh, you, absolutely. Were you like friendless and doughy? I wasn't friendless. I was actually. Oh, there was that kid you gave was, the 20. I did. <laughs> He's I, a friend. I, was, uh, I have the receipt. Uh, you know, I was. <laughs> says friendship, this is, $20. Yeah, I'm slide this over. He bought a bunch of Magic the Gathering cards. Um, and we still don't talk. <laughs> well, you, were uh, not friend- <laughs> you weren't friendless. Oh, no, no I wasn't not. friendless, but I, uh, <laughs> I uh, killed okay. it again. Um, I wasn't friendless, but until. Until seventh grade, I only had two friends, mm-hmm. and I also was a new kid. So in fifth grade, moving from Potomac, Maryland to Woodstock, New York, <clears throat> new friend group, and I loved wearing sweatpants and didn't like to change for gym because I was nervous. <laughs> I didn't want to show my body. Um, <laughs> I guess I was like a young kid who had body dysmorphia. I have no idea. And is that where the yuck yucks started coming in? Well, what happened was Whoa. I was always a natural kid. Uh, well, Bill Murray. I don't know why I was- Whoa, I was always an actual kid. That was a very good yeah. Bill Murray. Well, my brother Brian, wow. If you could see me roll my eyes, it's more like that. Centurion Whiskey, wow. <laughs> well. Do the singing. Whoa, somebody's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Pepper boy. You know. <laughs> if, if you could, it's kind of in the face, too. I'm rolling, I'm kind of like slowly like... He kind of looks like an alligator who just ate, like he just, you know, like a frog when they swallow. Like Bill Murray does the, like a frog swallowing. Just yes! To... Yes! He, yes! Yeah. He's swallowing! Yeah. Reptilian just... swallow! Well, Whoa! And I sort of keep oh. the stoic thing. Wow. <laughs> Wes Anderson, I'll pick up the phone. <laughs> um, uh, wasn't friendless, had two friends. And what happened, honestly, seriously, this sounds like such a, like, Two comedians talking on a podcast when I discovered John Leguizamo was actually kind of at the same time as Robin Williams, who I listened to live at the Met. I saw, I think it was Spicarama, and I was a white kid in upstate New York in a very white school. I was doing Robin, uh, uh, sorry, John Leguizamo bits in seventh grade. Like as like Shante, like this kind of character who's like copying John Leguizamo's thing. And this, that was like my first like character. And kids would just do, do, you know, like Lupita or whatever, like right. Dushante, and I would like make all these. I'm looking back at it, I'm like, oh my god! But I that was how I like won bullies over and kind of like made buddies, and I I did end up being our form of the prom king, which is the tomahawk king, uh, which is very racist. I was uh, gonna say they took something that's kind of patriarchal. Yes, and then absolutely. Made it the on Indians, excuse me. <laughs> um, <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about how to work in my asking you if you were a vegan and then just doing Christoph Waltz talking about avocados. Do it. Um, just like, well, I know that you need to, if you want to ripen the avocado, you put it in a cabinet and it encloses the gases in order to release the to maintain the to quickly ripen the avocado. <laughs> I know how to pick out an avocado. Spend a lot of time since playing the villain in Green Hornet. But Seth was very good to me. That's an avocado. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's an avocado. Wow. It went from a very racist that was impression so to. Good. 
good. You put it in to make sure all the gases make avocado. This lip. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, it's fucked up. That was so good. You didn't have to ask me if I'm a vegan to do that. You could do. You could call me in the middle of the night and just do be that, like, and I'd be fine. <laughs> uh, Pete, I had just had to tell you that <laughs> I need to unload a new bit. <clears throat> That's amazing. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, the comedy saved my life that way. It was just a lovely ammunition. Fat yeah, ammunition. to deflect. Absolutely. The classic. The classic, uh, you know, scenario for the comedian. Did you recite recycle bits in school? Did you like watch Carlin and then like you know that kind of stuff? Um, a little bit. I was yeah. kind of lazy. I would do impressions of my teachers and stuff. Yeah. But I would. One of the things that I love about you that's so impressive is that I remember I would do my uh, my impression of Coach Ferris, mm-hmm. who was the basketball coach, and uh, I remember standing up and they were like, "Do it, do it, do it!" My whole team was applauding, and I stood up and I like couldn't find it because kind of like doing a magic trick the real skill is calming down enough so your hands aren't shaking yeah and doing an impression yeah you can do the impression but the real skill is to feel that fear but don't let it contaminate your voice because i start it's a very vivid memory of being in front of 150 kids and being like rolly and stan that's what he called the ball in the rim and i just like didn't nail it i remember my friend even being like yeah, like it, you know, like, like not in a no. mean way, which is kind of like a the phenomenon. Notes. Like the thing that you've done every day mm. when you stood up in front of people, you couldn't do. Yeah, but you don't have that problem, which is amazing. I don't. Well, you know, again, hey, I, buddy, buddy, uh, buddy. The Jeff Bridges swallow was the, that was kind of weird, but pressure's we'll going too high. Thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, because you're a little nervous. Like I, I went to this. But you seem to light up with the crowd, with the people. I do. I, I'm a good lunch table comic. Like if it was 150 friends, yeah. fuck yeah. But mm. it's it's a little nerve wracking when you don't know the room. Some of the other <clears throat> Alan Rickman. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so well. phlegmy today. Some <laughs> of the some, other. You're like you should take flonase. There were <laughs> older, you know, teams. We were a young team. My brother was there. I actually do a very good. My brother. Do you want to hear my brother? Please. Hey, dude, what's happening? That's exactly what my brother sounds like. Whoa. I can call my parents and be like, hey, mom, what's going on? Like, they will go like, hi, John. <laughs> like, there's oh. no, if, oh, I, if I disguise the number. <laughs> Star six, nine. And- hey, dude, noticed you're on Conan on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> That's my brother. <laughs> so what were you saying? Pressure doesn't bother you. You don't mind. No. You know, it's funny, too. You, I'm the sure you thing. know a bunch of this shit. Like, like rooms are interesting. I just did a show not too long ago at Nerd Belt. And the, the, when it's cozy and you can see people and it's just, a hun- you know, 100 or 60 to 100 people that are right there. Mm. I mean, all that dissipates, I'm sure, also when you perform at, you know, Carnegie Hall and you do it enough. But mm. when, it's, when it's a room, when it's in, like, a space that's... It's like a lunch space. table, yeah. Yeah, it, this is an experimental, you know, room, I feel like, in that. But do know. you remember, like, a bit, like, I remember, maybe we talked about this last time, it was a very vivid memory, and this one was of scoring, was being at the lunch table in JCAF, we had a lot of different cafeterias in my high school, I was in <laughs> JCAF, I was a freshman, and uh, as I always say, I was so nervous in school, I had a bald spot on the side of my head, that's how stressed out I was about school. And then one lunch, Whoa. we were eating... And I just did – it's a two-part story. One – sorry, short two. One was I was doing fake letters from Girl Scouts on the back of the Girl Scout cookie box. Because <laughs> on the back Whoa, of the box, it's like a real good. bit. It's yeah. like, And I was just like 
kind of doing something that you would do. I made it dark. I was just like, and then Stephanie fell off the hill. Yeah, yeah. And boy, we couldn't mend her <laughs> I wounds. I would very hard. Yeah. And they – I got laughs like I've never seen people laughing before. I remember who was there. Yeah. There was a guy named Trevor there. Oh, what was Trevor's last name? It doesn't matter. A killing, killing, killing. But then I also remember the second part of that memory was like three, maybe two days later, same table, same bit, didn't work. Like I tried yeah. it again. Yeah. I think they were like, do it. But do you remember the bits you did that would kill your little buddies? Oh, my God. What was it? I I, uh, I definitely did Miss Nitsky, who was a Spanish teacher, who would say, excuse me, excuse me. I mean, she was such a character. She was like a Tracy Ullman character, like <laughs> lipstick on her teeth, bald spot, big hair. And, I mean, like a bedonk. Like she would bump into you with her ass. She was just like a character. Okay, and then she'd read the Spanish book. Cuando que tu altana, entrupono entiende saqui ando candiamo. Hosea? And it was just like, I would do her. That was a biggie because everybody knew, like, oh my God. I and mean, even teachers would be like, but hey, I heard you're doing Nitsuki. Can you show me? It was like that, no. kind, of, it was like that kind of. You look. did and a then she And then she found out and loved it. Like, was just loved me. No. Like, I think she just loved the... Because everybody hated her. She was too much. She would also be, excuse me. Excuse me, Jeremiah. No. You're going to go to the principal's office. Excuse me. And then later I'd play characters. I mean, I, I love playing, like, big, loud women with, like, big hair. Yes. And prosthetics. And I've done it a couple of times. I th- I definitely channel little 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 Nitsky. I'm very very yeah. grateful to her. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of you know, I teachers am colorful man. and they absolutely. That's the way into comedy for a lot of us. I remember in in college there was a, a professor named Ms., uh, Professor Barkley, and he, it was very easy to do because it was just slightly nasal. And he was always talking about his wife. <laughs> like, and I remember this is a real Professor Barkley quote. He was like. Uh, I find it uh, can be helpful. Uh, you know, you have to have sex uh, with your wife. It's a big part of it. So uh, you set aside a day. You set aside. You set, this is what he said. You set aside a day to make love. And um, so my wife and I decided that every. Um, and then I saw him realize he was about to tell us what day he fucks his wife. <laughs> and in one second, I watched this man realize he had opened a door. He was just like, uh, "Now we decide that every." One of the days we, uh, you know, you just kind of get a U-turn. But doing that was how you got laughs because everybody, like you're trying to get an experience that everyone understands. This is why people do broad comedy a lot when they start or like topics that everyone writes jokes about because you're just looking for something that everybody can relate yeah. to and in school it's it's your, your teachers they were also they were adults who were flawed and you could see it you were with them every day that weren't your parents right you know and they were just I like, don't have to respect you I mean absolutely like like Mr. Rosen's the Latvian math teacher who is awful he'd be like read the book Page 40, read the book. Yes, you're making me remember Mr. Grala, who used to go, bonus, when people oh. got something right, and he'd go, penalty, when people Ooh. got things wrong. Ooh. But he was kind of funny about yeah. it, but he was still, I remember, and there was a student in our class named Yi, and he always used to be like, Yi? <laughs> he'd call on wow. Yi a lot, and wow. Yi would nail it. It was, it was a good, uh, good student, Yi. Yee oh, Hee was man. his name. Yee Hee was not. We were not gentle on that one. <laughs> and Today in the news, a massive, uh, <laughs> a, ba- a, ba- a shoot, the shoot, 
The I, shooter's wanna, name was Yee Hee. Yeah, the that, shooter. That, that's just like sad. the difficult. The shooter's name was was Yee Hee. <laughs> oh, but like the no. reporters, like the shooter's name was Yee. Sorry. The shooter's <laughs> name, I'm, so sorry. I'm sorry. They probably weren't gentle on him. Back to you, Dan. <laughs> You're absolutely right, Patricia. Uh, <laughs> we they, can look back. They probably fucking weren't. Pete Holmes admitted to teasing him. His exact <laughs> words you, like, were, "I was not." <laughs> I was not gentle with him. I also remember that he, you know, he. I think he was um, Chinese, and he would say three instead of three, oh. which, of course, we thought was funny. We didn't... Dorsal soup. <laughs> Chunky's dorsal soup. But I swear to God, the answer to one of the math questions that we were all doing on our calculator was 3.333336. And fucking Mr. Grala called on oh, Yi, no. and he said three about seventeen times in a row. <laughs> and I think I went blind. <laughs> like I think, like my eyes. I was holding a laugh, and when I was like, "You're not supposed to laugh. Uh-uh. You're not supposed to laugh." And I, and it's it's still wrong to this day. Did you I'm get? Sorry, were you, were I apologize you a, a to you. Class clown who got kicked out of class for being too. I picture you a nice kid. I was a nice yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I tried to be sweet, Listener. but in junior high, I was a little a little much. Yeah. I was more sweet. I was the one that, like, I wanted the teacher to like me and stuff. Yeah. So I'd try and have bits with them. Yeah. Instead of going against my, with my own. I always wanted the teachers to like me more than the students. To this day, I have a lot of friends that are, like, older than me. I just like older yeah. people. Yeah. I'm like, they've, they've been down the path. Yeah. I wonder what they're about. What, what is the secret? Yeah, exactly. Can you save me some time? <laughs> no problem. <laughs> and then they just put their fingers, they hover your, their fingers around over your heart, and they go, kaya, and then just thunder and lightning. And it's just, and then just the milk clouds from all the 80s movies like Monster Squad, they're just rolling and rolling. Well, what do you like when you're dumped? <laughs> uh, your girl, uh, cereal at night. Your uh, girlfriend, but who, who brought it up? Oh, she did. She brought it up. She said, How yeah, did she, she do it? Well, it was kind of great because she said, uh, Morbid but true. She said, "I this is something I know I need to do for myself. It was the kind of initiation of we should talk. We, we had these kind of cycles of kind of, you know, not addressing certain things. And then it would kind of boil over in conversation. And we'd have cycles. There were like cycles of we haven't resolved this. It's coming back up. An issue coming back up that <clears throat> yes. you had just shelved. Yeah. And it was always around Did communication. Did you consider having sex every, every uh, uh, <laughs> day? Uh, not every day, but. What of the pick one? <laughs> Futuraba for me. Um, <laughs> sometimes we'll just put on Futuraba and go, I'm not wearing underwear. I don't know why I'd say that. So you were having an issue that she resurfaced. And I think then, she, she finally was like, But where so are we? we? I, I really, really am interested in the minutiae. Were you in your home? Well, the we should talk or I've been meaning to talk conversation was... And how did she open? Because I like those openers. Oh, man. I mean... We need to talk. And then did your dick go inside your body? It was one of those things. Actually, oh, man, this is... Oh, I, feel, I don't want to... I don't think I'm... I'm not selling this person out because this is how things ended. And sure. she <clears throat> she brought that conversation up You know, a few weeks before I came home from that job I did in Canada. We came home. Things were fine. They were, they were fine. Um, and... Uh, there was some last straw moment where she was just sort of like, you know what? I just, I think, like, oh, actually, she said, she goes, we're not in love. You're not in love with me anymore, are you? Or we don't, we're not in love anymore, right? No. And it was like, it was like putting the question in my court. And I was like, well, if I do, I, I mean, we do. Ah, 
You know, it's just one of those things where you're like, wow, you, she's you kind know. of that's kind of a brilliant move. It really is. She has the sword and she comes up to you, then she hands you the sword. Yeah, and goes. but this is the thing. She, you know, I really wanted her to put her foot down, and I think she wanted to do that in her life about a lot of different things, and she did it for herself. She mm. said, "I need to do this for me." And that was really that was really powerful because I kind of was like in this, and I think I could only be in this place in my life as a thirty something year old. It's like I commended this woman for doing it, mm. who's you know a young not woman, easy. She's, yeah, no, not at all. Twenty seven now, um, <clears throat> and you know that was that was a powerful thing. And you have your two kind of red puffy eyed days, but then I kind of realized that it, that it was like kind of a load off. I don't have to feel responsibility to making this person happy. She's strongly going off on her own like put her foot down and is like going off on her own to work on herself were and that's you living awesome. together yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but it was just kind of like a you want to call it a magical end it was a who got it was the family a, bible the family barber who got the family bible it's an old country oh the song. family bible but uh <laughs> who got the apartment we both it, it lined both up left. perfectly at the lease ending and now yeah. some guy is in there like, why is it always <laughs> cold in here? Weirdly <laughs> enough, what the t- two people who came through were like two 22-year-old kids. And they were like, yeah, no, this actually is really cool. Like, my dad works on Family Guy. So, yeah, like, this is going to be great for us. And I was like, you're in a townhouse. You're two kids. Uh, you oh. still have zits. And I was like, this is what it's going to be. It's going to smell like socks. And you guys are going to watch <laughs> Rick and Morty, you know, <clears throat> which is fine. Love it. <laughs> but you resent it. It was a piece of that, um, but it's it's all it's all good. Oh, so then you the, start. Yep. The brief thing was for her birthday. She said, "No grand gestures. Let's you know." This was at the end. No grand gestures. Don't do anything grand. You know, we we things are kind of grand on. piano. So I got her grand piano and, 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 a, and a baby grand candy bar, and she went, "Don't." Or a hundred grand? I don't know whether it's a baby grand a real thing. I got her I gave baby her hundred dollars. Hundred babies. A baby Ruth. And uh, <laughs> I got her. I just sort of surprised her with like two days at this. It's kind of like a resort. It's like an hour out of town on mm. the ocean. It was like a Monday and a Tuesday. We were mm. freelancing. Those are days I know I'd be free. And she said, I would love to drop everything right now. Or no, she didn't say that. She said, I, I wish I knew about this. Um, I have work to do. Uh, I'm sorry. But yeah, I, <clears throat> sorry they're non-refundable. I think you should, um, yeah, I guess you should go by yourself. And with my heart pounding and kind of nodding and knowing in the back of my mind I should be prepared for the contingency of this might happen, I was like, yeah, no problem. <clears throat> no problem at all. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, no, no, I totally understand that. No, I was, I was on road ready to go and it'll be good. I had just bought my first car and <coughs> I go downstairs, heart pounding. She starts crying. Um, I think because it's, that's like a moving thing, you know, it's to be like, I, she's realizing, oh, I don't want to drop everything for this person I've been with for however long I go downstairs. I'm like blindly packing t-shirts into a bag and like get a bottle of rosé out of the fridge and get in my new car and drive to this resort and check in for one. And I shouldn't have got the romance package. Yeah, I mean, it was like, <laughs> it was such a forgetting Sarah Marshall without the Mila Kunis thing, but I actually had there's kind of a, a lovely Kunis. time. There's never, there's never a what? Kunis. There's never a Kunis. The Kunis is the biggest buy of that movie. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very drawn yeah. to this deeply There's a 56-year-old Kathy Although I love Najimi. that movie. Yeah. <laughs> there's a Kathy Najimi type who's like, you're alone? <laughs> um, <clears throat> do you want an extra California roll, sweetheart? Oops. <laughs> you want to go to California, Raul? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I taught you Spanish, didn't I? <laughs> Mrs. Nitsky. Mm. 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 I mean, I guess so. Mm. 
Ah, un brotón ototote en anos de la chulupa. This is you fucking versus... This is Nitsuki, yeah. Nitsuki. Oh, oh, I'm gonna Nitsuki. Whoops, there's <laughs> never a kuna. Looks like you just got Nitsuki. Go to www.com backslash fuck your teacher backslash Nitsuki to find out if you Nitsuki. I don't know. I have no idea what that is, but go to coca-cola.com backslash so this fuck is- your teacher. Real, I'll never forget this story. I, I don't know why. I yeah. love a good, devastating story. Yeah, it was pretty. And I, this story hard. is, is, I mean, it's it's actually kind of like moose. It's so thick. Yeah, and kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah. you went, you went, and she was crying while you were packing. Yeah, because it was think there's a hard thing. She of said course. those words and heard them out of her mouth, and it was hard for me. And I was like, I know she needs to be alone. She basically is like, I told you not to get me anything. Because of, you know, we should wait to go on any kind of trip. It was, it was like I knew when she said that that we were done. So that was where the heart pounding and the mm. – because I otherwise am the kind of person to be like, well, if I know things are fine or going to be fine when I get back, then fuck it. I'll go hang out. You know, I, you know, you, whatever. You spent that amount of money. It is what it is. But go for two days and write and hang out. And, yeah, Did I, you? I can be well, I had my headphones in. I brought a dose pen, drank a bottle of rosé, and like walked around this compound. But it was kind of magical. There was a couple of moments that were kind of like, you're going to be okay moments. Like I got a massage, <clears throat> and the elevator doors are closing to this like post-massage chill in this room and come down from your massage dopamine moment. Right. And it's overlooking the water, and there's no one else up there. And, and I get in the elevator, so I've had my five minutes to just kind of chill. And as the elevator doors are closing, a dolphin in the ocean just went, whoop. And it was just kind of like a little, like, you'll be fine. That's what it honestly wow. felt like. It was like a, yeah. It was like, no, a, I get it. You'll be fine. <laughs> it was Tony Robbins as God going, you'll be fine. Do you think I'm cool? Oh, here's something that's cool. Cue the dolphin, please. Cue the dolphin, please. It was like, Tony Robbins as God appears yeah, it was in like the elevator. Cabin in the Woods God. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Here's something that's pretty cool. You'll be fine. <laughs> if you think I'm cool, you're going to be fine. <laughs> I'm insecure God. <laughs> I'm insecure God. Oh, I know what will make him think I'm cool. A dolphin. <laughs> a dolphin, right? And then he hits his knee into the corner of like a cloud <laughs> coffee table. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. I'm actually fine. I'm fine. Ow, 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 <laughs> Were you in the room most of the time? I have to think. You, were you talking no, to your girlfriend I, at that time? No. We didn't talk for, radio for side. two hours. Radio, radio side. Two days. I had my headphones in almost the whole time. I felt like Baby Driver. What are we listening to? Uh, it was a lot of Father John Misty, uh-huh. who I love. He's so sad and funny. Uh, yeah. He's like a funny Ryan Adams. He's fucking awesome. Right. So there's a lot of that and like just old stuff like, uh, oh God, uh, like Patsy Cline. Are we drinking more? Bottle of rosé, that seems like day one. Over two days. It was over two. I didn't, I didn't. Oh, really? I'm not you didn't like go a, nuts. an alcohol. No, no, no. Um, but I, I actually had a lovely time. Like I ate by myself. I, I wrote nonstop. I read. I, I think I brought Stephen King's It. So that's a cool way to come down. Just read about a serial killing clown. Uh, that haunts your dreams. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I love it. Um, but I like went on, like on hikes, and I didn't talk to anybody. Nobody, nobody initiated conversation. In the back of your mind, you kind of have this: will will I meet Samuel Elliott and Big Lebowski or Mila Kunis kind of moment? You right. Know, and it doesn't happen. Right. But the hardest part was driving the car up, getting out, checking in for one, and walking into the room. Yeah. That was that. Fourteen minutes was really tough. And then after that, it was like I'm going to go for a walk. You go for a walk, get a burger. Fuck it, I'll get a burger. I'll, I'll drink a beer with it, and then I'll take for, take a walk. Then you, I sat on rocks and saw like a seal, 
just kind of making its way up on the rocks. And I was like, oh, that's cute. And God was kind of like, cue the seal. Make the seal look like it's kind of having a hard time, like Josh and kind of thing. It's like a parallel thing. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Come to my talk on Madison Avenue and... Um, <laughs> insecure God please come uh, please watch the path the avocado uh, <laughs> but you know it could be cool like yeah that's just like and that then, oh go ahead fucking advice you don't want to hear just stuff like you know you know what's cool when you're the cool things to do by yourself you could make an avocado salad you could go for a walk and you're like I just want to be are you finding that at all? How I are am, you enjoying being alone? You're okay with it? The new place, I actually had the thought. I moved to Echo Park, and I have this like little view, and it's in like a, like a half of a house. And um, there's like a, a, a parrot in my neighbor's yard that say, like whistles, <laughs> and I'll whistle back to it. Like It's like this ridiculous, quiet, but there's a bird <laughs> that thinks I'm attractive. You're my girlfriend now. Yeah. <laughs> and then it rattles in its cage. It goes, no, no, please, please don't, please don't. <laughs> Please don't. I can't do a parrot. Um, no, it sounds like Gilbert Gottfried. I, uh, uh, I had the thought. I was like, wow, I'm right by this beautiful park and I've got this view and there's this bird that whistles at me mm. thinks I'm cute. Uh, I have a little bird. outdoor. Cue the bird. Oh, cue the parrot. That's fun. Make it go. Can't whistle, but you know how you know what in movies when they're like, I can't whistle, but I can't whistle, but you know how it's like, you know what I mean? Anybody? Man, it sure is lonely in heaven because everybody goes to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I should hope Josh dies a nice boy. <laughs> don't even peek at littlekids.com. Um, <laughs> littlekids.com. I don't know. I just, I just made up a pedophilia site. No one should check out. Um, <laughs> never go to Kids R Us recreationally. Uh <laughs> Uh, not it's, with kids. Insecure God, boy, it's lonely in heaven. Yeah. Everyone goes to hell. It's like a perfect well, joke. I'm just kind of looking down at the glass floor. It's kind of like, you know, Chicago when you're at the Sears Tower. Like, hi, everybody. I'm up here by myself. I could moon everyone. That could be fun. Oh, no, I kind of shit a little bit. Oh, I kind of shit all over the ceiling glass. And everyone in hell is looking up my asshole. <laughs> and I thought it'd be a fun, like, I'll moon everybody thing. But it's like... Oh no, I just shit on the glass. <laughs> <laughs> the glass floor the of heaven. Glass floor of heaven. We shit on <laughs> by insecure God. It all worked out fine. Uh, God loves me. I love God. God. I just but oh I, I was gonna say is I actually had the thought, buddy, I, buddy. The, thought <laughs> the thought I was gonna say is that I was like, I don't deserve this. This place is so nice. I'm on my own. I found this little gem. It's such a fucking hassle to find a place. Mm. And uh it was like another little Get him the apartment. Get him the place. It was like a little like... You found the another, right place. Yeah, it was like, wow, this is like a home, you know? Wow. So when you came home from that horrible trip, did you break up that day? It was like a couple days after. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Brutal. Brutal. Oh, it was a couple days after D, and I just sort of thought, oh... <laughs> Oh, here uh, come. So I dressed up oh, as a woman goodbye. and I tried to invite myself back into my ex's life. And we don't have children and she doesn't need a housekeeper, dear. Because <laughs> she's 27. She's perfectly sufficient on her own. So I just <laughs> masturbate and think about meeting my Mila. But I need to work on myself, dear. Don't focus on anything but yourself. Write every day. Do your morning pages. Do <laughs> 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 the artist wait. <laughs> oh, God. I hate advice. Um, do you do the artist way? No, no, but I should. 
<laughs> and do you have any new thoughts on God since last time? Tell me oh, your new your thoughts, thoughts on God. God. Uh, the I always say this, but when they go, on my way to see her, <laughs> they think they're so cool. Yeah. Her. Her, good. And then he turns to his band and goes, good. Because <laughs> imagine. Yeah. And I don't know. I really want to see her. Good. Good, guys. Good. <laughs> uh, encouraging composer. Um, no new thoughts. I'm just, uh, I, I need to, I, I, I'm. it's an interesting thing when you can be objective and you're like tempering all your, you know, all your temptations and whatnot i'm i'm like just relax and make coffee and you know look at instagram it's okay to not be social so don't get fomo you everything's gonna work out fine do the work you've been you know distracted by needing to do when you're in a relationship you like, want donuts have all the donuts have all in the, the donuts. Words. <laughs> Uh oh there goes the good body pizza and how to talk dirty <laughs> he ate 12 cake donuts well, I was referencing The Simpsons where Homer loves donuts and then in hell they feed him all the donuts he wants. So you loved – you love working and now do you still love it or are you like, this is what I ended everything for? You know, it's funny. I, it was so foggy, leave, not knowing where your mail's going to go and you just broke up and kind of figuring out you know, furniture and forwarding. Uh, now that everything's finally plateaued, I'm like, okay, now I can sit down. And- yeah. Yeah, lay on my stomach and type. Well, that's what, um, I remember Mulaney, I've said this before, but I go, what's it like to be single? And he goes, you get a lot of work done. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So I hope it's good for you. I bet it will be. I, I hope so, too. I really do think this is like this is an exciting new selfish chapter in a way that I haven't been. I've definitely given a lot of myself to... For me, I needed it. I, I don't want to be the pro-breakup, pro-divorce, pro-alone guy. But if you are broken up with or alone right now, uh, there's a wonderful opportunity yeah. to be indulgent yeah, take in advantage. a way that you can't. It goes away. And then next thing you know, you're picking a date. And you pick the date. You, you, you pick the date. Or today. <laughs> or today. For me, I perform better during the di- <laughs> during, No, I should say the date. Oh. I should be telling you any of this. <laughs> Jesus wound up. <laughs> he was talking hey, about Jesus. Insecure God. <laughs> My son really wants you to pick a day. Do you uh, like the sunset? <laughs> oh, cue the dolphin. He'll think I'm cool. Oh my God. Well, I feel great. Me too, Pete. I can't thank you enough for having me again. Wait. And, uh, you know, hey, everyone check out Ozark. <laughs> I also direct it. And uh, it's a really cool opportunity for me to do drama. So, yeah. <laughs> I uh, thought it was a pretty cool uh, opportunity for me to uh, do. Uh, do uh, <laughs> oh my God, Jason! Ba- Jason Bateman just called too high and vanished today. <laughs> Jason Bateman disappeared when his register reached point five. I don't know what. The- do it again. Well, uh, here's the thing, Pete. I realized, uh, you know, now that I'm uh, working on those yeah Actor Jason Bateman disappeared like a character out of The Leftovers today when he talked in Do I Have a Register? I'm Robin Leach. Why would I be telling this story? I do life stars rich and famous. I have no business being here. Governor. Will you do Phil Hoffman again? We can't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> uh... I am. Uh, I'm so upset. Uh, I'm. I'm very successful. I'm an Academy Award winner. Ha, 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 ha. I'm an Academy Award winner. 
Avocado. <laughs> an avocado. <laughs> hey, Pete, you know what you can't do with an avocado? Keep it crispy. <laughs> you, you, you did a self-initiated keep it crispy. You know what I know how to do now that I'm back? Is you initiate your own. <laughs> if you're a pro... Why not? Because I, what I learned in the Austrian theater is you have to take initiative. When I did 550 Austrian soaps before Quentin Tarantino gave me the opportunity to do a journey, I thought, initiate your own creep crispy. Oh, my God. You're unbelievable. Let's You're do it again. Absolutely. In another pleasure. year. My pleasure. And uh, treat. We'll just see where, where we're at. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope see what's up. Out. I hope we laid out a blueprint. You're on the other side, Pete. You're, now that you've done, I mean, you've, you're doing the dream. Does it get, do you get happier? Do I look, ha- it's like, you're literally doing like, you're operating at the top of your You know what's funny is like, dreams. I feel like I, I am the guy that would say like, real fulfillment comes inside. And that's absolutely true. I do believe that. Um, you're literally doing your dream produced by a comedy legend on right. the best network. And I'm happy to say that the successes that I've had, the boxes that I checked career-wise, do feel good. Yeah. Like they've helped me calm down a lot. Yeah. And I, I catch myself having more sitting on the porch, more relaxing with Val, more walking the dog, because I just don't have to go out with a knife in my teeth, hiding in bushes, trying to kill audiences all the time. Yeah. Like I can just be like, maybe I'll just stay home and watch Ozark because uh, there's a couple. Uh, well, because uh, I think I, uh, well, I earned it. And uh, <laughs> I, uh-oh. He turned into talc. Uh oh. <laughs> I just dried my armpits with Jason Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, just uh, powder a little on your armpits and uh, go out to the Echo, meet a nice girl, and uh oh, it's happening again. <laughs> <laughs> he has to reset. It's like Drop Dead Fred. Uh, don't sneeze around me. Is that Was that a Drop Dead Fred thing? <laughs> yes, don't absolutely. sneeze. Two people will get that. Uh oh, snot face. Don't sneeze. That's you. Wait, when he sneezed, he disappeared. When she sneezed, he would, like, fly across the room. Oh, right. No, himself. I remember that. I remember that. What happened to that guy? Where is Jed? Did he drop dead? <laughs> Did Fred drop dead? Let's ask Ed. Ed? Uh, Zed. I'm Canadian. I have no idea. <laughs> I, why would you just see the... Zed. <laughs> I'm sorry, were we doing the alphabet backwards in Canada? I misunderstood the question. Let's ask Willard, comma, Fred. Well, my penis. Um. <laughs> Isn't it funny that one moment of jerky jerk and you're just like, that's it. I know. We all have a, a wiener. <laughs> well, some of us do. And we've all jerked it. Mm-hmm. But he did it. Mm. And we love a good whipping well, boy. Well, I just had to do it at a movie theater. <laughs> we love a good whacking boy. Yeah. Someone we can take out our shame on. But also don't jerk off, don't jerk off in movie <laughs> Don't theaters. do it in also, movie Also, don't theater. do it. <laughs> 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 Paul Rubens bounced back. He bounced back. He's back in a big way. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 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 you know, sitting on a chair that... I'm just doing Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> um, maybe I'll sit on that chair um, and jerk off the chair that talks... Robin actually was really cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a director now, but um, 
Do you guys have my money? I mean, you also <laughs> sound like Chris on Family Guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Hey, maybe that was the uh, inspiration. Oh, my God. You're so funny. No, See, this that. is what we're doing. We just record these every once in a while and keep it out there. Josh Rubin is the... We, you win the award, Funniest Human. <sighs> okay, cue, uh, cue the audience. <laughs> Insecure God. Looks like you've got your fucking work cut out for you, Josh. Better put a reel together. <laughs> You're 34 and you need to do a reel. <laughs> Welcome to LA, bitch. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna Keep it crispy like my face. <laughs> like my face. Freddy's face. You're the funniest human. I love you. I love you. Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> All I wrote down was stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com. 